What does it mean to become unleashed? What does it mean to get rid of all those baggages and cores that hold us back and stop us from becoming the best we were designed to be, achieving our purpose and flying really? In this week's episode, I reflect on some of my personal experiences and I bring forth some practical tools, tips we can apply and some principles that can help us shape ourselves and start to go from becoming what we are to the next level where we become unleashed. Listen in and enjoy this week's podcast. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with Femi Akemi, the podcast where we share ideas on how to rock it in the workplace and life in general. Sometimes I use stories from my past and trust me, I have got some stories. Other times we get people into the studio who know a lot more than we do to come in, break it all down and give us some good knowledge to take us to the next level. You know what I usually say, I become a believer that done is better than perfect. So whatever it is you do, start and then you get better as you go along. And before you know it, the power of compound interest, you achieve perfection or close to it, which is what we're really aiming for. With that said, whatever it is you want to do, start. Just put your mind to it. Make a step. Dip your toe in the water. And before you know it, you'll be walking on water. You'll be making big moves. With that said, let's get into it. Now, before I move on this week, I do want to ask everyone, that at this point, we do want you to start sharing this with your friends and family. This is all good stuff. We spend a lot of time building this knowledge that can make a difference to make us all unleashed. So if you think it's making a difference to you, pass it on. Share it with someone else. And also, if you do search for this podcast on Apple pod platform, you'll definitely find it. Please go in there. Give us some good reviews. Five stars. Wink, wink. And give us some good feedback as well. And what it also means is that as I release more episodes, you get it on the go. And you don't need to wait for me to send it to you or for it to come through any other the other platforms. You just get it. If you're on Android, it's available. Spotify, all the major platforms. Go in there, subscribe, and you get a regular hit of the You Unleashed with Femi Akemi. Well, this week, what are we talking about? Living Unleashed. I realized as... The weeks have gone by and I've grown and I've gotten better with this podcast. I think one of, one of the things I've never done is explain the whole concept of You Unleashed. We've spoken about a lot of the things that are building us all up towards becoming unleashed, but we've never really spoken about what it means to be unleashed. Quite reflective because I had to ask myself as well, what does it mean to be unleashed? And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, this is something I need to share with everyone. Because to be unleashed is something we should all want to be. To be unleashed means we are all living in our purpose, living our destiny. It means we are flying. It means we are who we were created to be. To be unleashed means to live free, to be liberated. It means to flourish. It means to shine. And that's the question we all have to ask ourselves eventually because when we're on our deathbeds, when we've lived our lives, the one thing we always ask ourselves is, did I make the best of what I had? Did I spend every waking moment making an impact on people's lives? Did I spend every waking moment pouring myself out into whatever it is I was doing to become who I was destined to be? Did I spend every moment becoming better and better and better? It would be tragic 
if we all moved on and we were the same people we were, as ignorant, as selfish, as naive, as we came into this world. Because when we come in as little babies, that is what we are. We cry, cry, cry because it's all about us. We believe everything. But we're meant to develop. We're meant to grow. We're meant to become who we're destined to be. And that's what I talk a lot about as, uh, when it's coming to about being unleashed. You see, it's about your gifts, your talents, becoming your best you. And the beautiful thing about it is that it's not about past decisions. What's done is done. It's about who you are meant to be and stepping forward. But then the question is free from what? Because I can imagine a lot of people asking, I'm doing quite well in my career. Some people may be going through a phase. And that's one thing I should mention. You see, you're either coming out of a crisis, you're in the middle of a crisis, or you're about to go into a crisis and you don't know it. So I know some people might be doing really well right now, and some people are not. And some people just don't know it, but they're about to go through a challenge. But it's all good, you see, these challenges. They build us up. They strengthen us. They prepare us. If you've never known sorrow, how can you truly know joy? If you've never known darkness, how can you appreciate light? But that's by the way. Your gifts, your talents, your best to you. But the question is to become free from what? You're doing quite well, right? You see, I'll give you a quick story about myself. I remember a while ago when I was working for one of the big banks in London. And I was interviewing someone for a role. I sat down with the manager. The manager asked me to come in and help him interview. Fair enough. I can do that. I get my pen and pad. I join him in the room. And I'm allowed to ask questions as well because he was joining my team. Get this. The person who was going to join my team, it was a he in this case, we did interview men and women, was going to be my manager. So it's a bit odd. But I got a chance to see what goes through the head of people who hire people who want to be managers, senior people in the business. And one of the things I noticed straight away was when we started to interview this young man, at that time he was younger than me, I remember. I was in my early 20s. He was in his early 20s, but earlier. And one of the things, he was American and he came in. He came into the meeting, but he was so confident. He had the American brashness, but I don't think that was it. He was naturally bullshit and confident. And when we would ask questions, he would just answer. And some of the answers he gave were, if I'm being honest, not completely true, but the confidence with which he said it. He would look at the manager who was hiring, my manager at the time, and tell him, oh, I did this, I achieved that. And you could literally see the manager ask, you can't have done this in all this time. And he said, yes, I did. And he was so confident and he spoke back and he challenged and he said, I don't agree with what you do. I don't agree with this. I would have done it this way. Now you can imagine me and I'll come into that, taking us all in and going, is this how you get a job by challenging? The interview is over and we're leaving and, I, and we're having a debrief. I'm discussing with my manager about how it went, what he thinks. And he said, well, most of what he said was BS, part of my French but I loved the way he projected himself. He was confident. And to be honest, with the rest of the guys, we're pretty much getting wet blankets, people who weren't going to do anything. But with him, he'll either be a massive failure, a massive failure, a massive success. But I like him. There's something to shape there. I think we're going to take him. And he was hired. His salary was double my salary. 
Qualifications-wise, ability-wise, he was certainly not double my ability or talent. I tell this story about becoming unleashed because this is someone who, in that interview, was unleashed. He gave it his best. He shined. But I want to come back to myself because I reflected on that. You see, I grew up in a culture in Nigeria where we were, we were taught to revere our elders. We were taught to not challenge people of authority. If you're, I know people from people who work in companies there where the MDs or the CEOs, you're very unlikely to talk back to him or find yourself talking to him. But we're not taught to challenge people of authority or people who are much older than us. And when it comes to people who are much older than us, it's usually because they're elders, they're wiser. But in the workplace especially, we're not allowed to, we're not, we're not supposed to challenge most of the time because it can be detrimental to your career. You could get it wrong. You respect people who are up there, whether they're right or they're wrong. You may know they're wrong, but you certainly don't challenge them openly. You see, what this does for someone like me who moves to the United Kingdom is it leaves, it leaves something inside me. You see, I would always work or talk to my managers and there will always be a sense of reverence. Trust me, I'm a lot better now. I do challenge people now. But even now, I have to intentionally challenge people. You see, it holds us back. It, hold, it held me back. I would be in meetings and I wouldn't be able to speak up or challenge because I don't want to challenge someone in authority. It trickles down even to places of faith, in churches, in all those sorts of places. You have people saying wrong things, but people don't want to challenge. But that's another day. That's another time for another day. But in this situation, people don't challenge. We don't ask the right questions. You see, the culture has built something into us, which means that for all the good of respecting people of wisdom, it means that when you get to the workplace, people say things that are wrong. You want to challenge things, but that inbred fear that you are disrespecting someone, that you're breaking the norm, the culture that has been hardwired into you, means you don't. And what that does for people like me, or at least for me, is that it holds me back. It means that when I should challenge to show that I have wisdom, I have my own brain, I can think things through, you take everything someone senior says to you. Now you think you're doing yourself and them a favor by being respectful, but what it does in other cultures is that it shows that you're not someone who can disrupt you're not someone who can challenge you're not someone who can help innovate you're not someone who can help drive things forward you go with what's given to you to bring that back to being unleashed that's what i'm trying to say you see we all have belief systems we have ways of thinking not always bad not always good but we have ways of thinking which means sometimes it holds us back because when we're meant to think a different way we can't become unleashed because we're constantly thinking this is the way things have always been done the way you spend your money the way you plan your life the way you make decisions you see a lot of us make decisions and we don't realize it but we are we are role modeling I guarantee most of you look back on your life and you find out that you start to look more like your parents as you grow older, for better or for worse, but you look like them. You see, and they would have had their own belief systems as well. Some good, some bad. To become unleashed means that you start to check and reflect on every area of your life and ask, is this helping me to become the best I can be? Is this right thinking? Is this pure thinking? Is this correct thinking? We have to 
build it up brick by brick. And I remember for myself, I had to start to build it. When I started to work in large, major, big organizations, I would see the CEO and I gently started to do things. I would see the CEO and address him by his name. If his name was Nigel, I would say, hi, Nigel. And he would say, oh, hi. He doesn't know me, but he would say, hi. What that does is it starts to normalize it to my mindset. I start to realize he's just another guy. And then I'd ask, how was your day? The next time I see him. And then ask, oh, great presentation the next time. And I start to say things, just one-off comments to him or her. And what that started to do was started to make me realize these people were just people and they were prone to errors and I could challenge them. And that's how I had to, I had to be intentional, but that's how we have to live our lives as well. To become unleashed means you reflect on every single area of your life ruthlessly. Every single area, even the ones that are going well, to ask, is this as good as I can be? Am I living the life I was destined to live? Am I unleashing and making the most of every single one of my talents? You have to ask yourself these questions. Because like I said, to bring it back to the point, when it's our time to go, we really want to know I've lived the best life. I've lived a life of beauty, a life of, a life of purpose, a life of achievement. I'm dying empty because I gave everything to this world and to myself. Nobody wants a shining light under a bed. The good book says, if salt is salt, if salt has lost its flavor, what else is it for? If you are not making the world a better place, if you're not developing and getting better every day, what's the point? This is about becoming unleashed. It's becoming, it's about releasing your best in every single area, being a high flyer. And this doesn't mean having money. No, it's about a life of purpose. So there are three things I really want to talk about very quickly to bring it back to becoming unleashed. And that's what we'll be doing over the next few weeks. And that's what we do generally on the You Unleashed podcast. It's really around bringing people in who have found a way to do something, a little thing, because it's a big piece and it's brick by brick. You're building this temple. You're building yourself and it's brick by brick. We bring people in. Who are, who are achieved something in a little sphere just to open our eyes up about what good could possibly look like. So the first thing is that you have to have a life of purpose. You have to have a life that every single day you have an idea of what you're trying to achieve. You have to have a why. Why do you wake up in the morning? What am I trying to do better today? What kind of woman or man am I trying to be today? Living a life of purpose gives you direction. Living a life of purpose means you have a plan, you have a focus, you have a goal. You have a good sense of every area of your life and how you want it to be. You close your eyes and you have a vision of the person you are meant to be. Financially, mentally, spiritual, spiritually, recreationally. In every area you have a goal and then you're aiming for that and trying to be that every day. That's very, very important. That's what it's about. You're living a life of purpose. Does life act on you or do you act on life? It's a question. We can each want to be of value. We have to know our life matters. We do not want to be just busy doing anything worthwhile. And that's what a lot of us do. We're just busy, but we're not living a life of purpose, a life of direction. A life of direction means you're driving somewhere. You have an idea of where you're going. You're not going around in circles. That's what it is about. 
The second thing we need to think about is living a life of action. Living a life of action is really about making decisions. You see, you can do all of the planning. You can have an idea. You can read all the books. But if you do not take action, you're still in ground zero. If you do not take action, you've not done anything. You have to take action. I remember when I started this podcast. And those who've been following us from day one will know it's evolved. You listen to the music on the first podcast. It was loud. It overwhelmed my voice, but I did it. I started. And I remember in the middle, somewhere along the way, and I started to flag. I started to lose it and think I wasn't going to do it. And my wife said, oh, you've got to keep doing it. And it gave me a sense of action. I had to keep acting. Even when I was feeling down, I had to keep acting. And I got better as you go along. Done is better than perfect, right? But that's the point. You have to act. I always thought I would make a podcast. I'd do something I never did. And then one day I just picked up a phone, I spoke into it, I did one or two things, and I was on my way. You see, the first action is always the hardest. The first step is always the hardest. Taking action in everything, I guarantee you, once you take the first action, it gets easy. Everything is hard until it becomes easy. Everything is hard until you do it the first time and then you realize, oh, this is possible. But you have to live a life of action. Here's the dirty little secret about life. If you don't have an action to do, somebody will come and give you an action to do. You either act on life or life acts upon you. And when life acts upon you, it takes no prisoners. It takes you where you don't want to be. It's like being on a ship without a rudder. It's like being on a ship without any sense of direction. The waves will take you where they want you to and you you end up on some random island rather than your destination about where you really want to be. You have to act on life. And I'm not asking to act everywhere. Just pick one or two or three things that you want to really do. And just start. Just start small. It doesn't matter. You might even fail. But start. And finally, a life of principles. A life of principles. You see, all of us have a belief system. All of us believe in something. I'm a person of faith. I believe in God. That's me. But everyone believes in faith. Everyone believes in something, I meant to say. And if you don't believe in something, you believe in nothing. And believing in nothing is a belief. You see, a lot of people like to think, oh, I don't believe. I'm just this and that. You have something that drives you. I'm not here to preach about anything. But what you need to do is check on your belief system. In every area of your life, you need to challenge and ask yourself, what do I believe in? What drives my decisions? What makes me me do what I do? Because that's the foundation of everything. Because a belief system that is good for you will bring you peace. A belief system that is good for you will bring you peace of mind, peace of health, will bring you clarity, will drive you in the right place. A belief system that's good for you will help you understand that through the tough times and the bad times and the good times, to maintain consistency and know that there's something bigger than you that you need to focus on to channel you. You have to have something. You cannot afford to live a life of of being tossed about because you have no belief. You go with whatever anyone says. Because if you don't have a belief system, then what you find is that the media, that the media, what you read on TV, in the news, that becomes your God. Because what you feed your mind is what drives you. What you feed your mind is what leads you. What do you feed your mind? What underpins every decision you make? A life of purpose, a life of action, a life of principles. Once you do all of that, it helps you start to challenge everything in your life. 
you challenge the decisions you make, you challenge why you are where you are. And I trust me to be a person of who's unleashed, what you need to do as well is review your life. You need to reflect on your life, every single area of your life. Why am I doing what I do? Why am I where I am? Is this where I'm meant to be? Can I be better? Should I be better? I must be better. You see, we have only one life to live. I mean, every life we live, we have to live it to the max. There's a wonderful exercise that people who are coaches like myself and others do most of the time. When they're coaching someone, they ask them, I want you to think that you're at your funeral and everyone in your funeral comes to give a statement about you. Your brothers, your sisters, if you have any, your friends, your colleagues, everyone you work with, they come in and they give a statement about what you meant to them and what you were like to them. Ask yourself, is what you hear, what you really want, what you wanted them to say? That gives you an idea because in every area of your life, you have a hat. You're a worker, you're a friend. If you're a parent, you're a mother, you're a father. If you're not, you're a son or a sister. In your community, in every area of your life, you have a hat, you have responsibility. And when you leave this earth, what do you want people to say about you? or not say about you. And that's the founding principle of giving you the purpose of what you want to be. And that helps you start to realize what you want. You see, to become unleashed is also about having a success. And what is success? Success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal. Stabilized, balanced, and purified with belief. You need to have success in mind. But all of this is underpinned by your principles, pure, good principles, which is your belief system. Believing in something to be unleashed means to live your gift, your talent and become your best you. We have only one life to live and our responsibility is to live it to the best we can. To shine, to excel. Don't be an extra in your own movie. Don't be that guy in your own movie who's in the corner, be in the center of the screen. Every day in your life is a chapter of your book. Make it a fun book. Make it an exciting book. Don't make it a boring book. Be the best you can be. Be unleashed. Do well, be well. Get unleashed and stay unleashed. Have a great week. <laughs>